I'm sorry to get the show off to a bad start and an angry start, especially on the first day of summer, but where the f*** are your party shirts? Hey. Mate, you can't swear. Well, they can swear. beep it out. They'll beep, they'll beep that. Well, I'm filthy. Mate, I would Where are your shirts? I'm wearing the exact same shirt I wore last week. Mate, no. We left the office last time and we said, okay, no, we didn't. we'll do it. Yes, we did. No. We're not wearing party shirts, mate. We don't wear party shirts. I don't. We do. It's We're the summer in... edition of the podcast. But mate, that's the thing. I, I would never, ever wear that shirt. I'm no. not going to wear it on this podcast. I would, wouldn't hey, wear no, something like that. We're just trying to spice things Why? up and put it, bring a nice thumb, summer feel to it. Right. Move on, I reckon, mate. What happened? You can keep wearing it if you want to. Well, I'm going to because we made a commitment. We made a commitment <laughs> no, to our didn't. listeners. Yes, we did at the start of the year. And when we got together and said, are we going to do this podcast? And I said, yes, but let's wear party shirts. Okay, Hummer. But I tell you what, I hope the listeners have been listening to me give advice about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Everybody told me, you included, Matthew, it was a joke. You're going to lose all your money. I've held and it is starting to almost get to all-time high. As of this morning, all-time high US dollar market. I've been giving you share tips the last 12 months. A couple of them yeah. have gone all right. I have officially sold out of all my shares on the ASX, Don't and I've put me. that money now oh into God. Bitcoin okay. Did you and not- a couple of other coins. There's a coin, there's a coin called Sushi, which is going really well at the moment, which uh, <laughs> I've had a crack at. Ethereum's flying, Link, Kasama. Hey, but- it is a revolution. People back in the, the 60s and 70s when bank cards came in, they said, oh, we'll never use same. that, we'll oh write out God. checks. Oh Things God. change, revolutions happen, okay. Hummer. I'm happy for you, Nate, because you've had a few losses over the years. <laughs> Laguna, it's not a loss until you sell. I know, but I'm, the one thing I'm worried about with this Bitcoin thing, I don't understand it, so I'm, I'm not going to no, give no any advice. But I do have another mate, a good friend of ours, who's put some money who's into an Bitcoin. And he tried to get the money out the other day, and it doesn't exist anymore. So what our friend, so Ben Harrison. just gone missing. Ben Harrison. He's tried to log Carlton. in and it just, it's not there. It's gone. It's so vanished. He, he put this into a fund. It's called an Amphix fund and they trade on your behalf. Oh, right. And obviously it's strange enough when uh, someone's trading on your behalf that they go and take your money, Harrow. If you put it on a genuine exchange, a genuine exchange like a Binance, a KuCoin or something like that, there's a few out there, Coinbase, the proper exchanges, Matthew. Yeah. You don't go trying to make a quick buck like our mate Ben Harrison did, oh, and you lose your money. Um, you know the one thing I'm worried about? Nathan has never been known for his due diligence. No. Then, <laughs> I have you, I According hope you've to, done Okay, it. let's just go through some it. of the baddies. The townhouse in Sydney that was you, you thought was a beachside suburb yeah. and nowhere near it. Yeah. Laguna Key, Laguna. the abandoned resort. I, I bought that one in Sydney, <laughs> not even looking at it. <laughs> you lost. Loaned the whole lot too. Loaned the hey, whole. Laguna, Didn't even put a deposit down. Laguna Keys is now that overgrown. It looks like the Amazon Thank rainforest. And again, it's just like Bitcoin. It's a hold. It is a hold. <laughs> I haven't sold Laguna. We it should, is up there. One should, day I'm going to be tanning myself. We should definitely say that this advice is just not meant to be taken as advice no, 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 as well. All that no. financial you know, no. jargon, oh, yeah, blah, blah. Don't be taken. No, because you can get I'm a lot. I'm not a financial advisor. Lot, no, he's, no, not he's not a financial, financial advisor. He, and you must tell them that... Pretty much every investment you have made has lost in the past. Uh, there's a lot remember. of them that have lost some money, and then there's <laughs> been a few that have gone okay, Hummer. But I'll this tell is you the what, one, though, this mate. This is the one, Matthew. <laughs> uh, Richo, what, what's been keeping you busy? Uh, I've got back into running. Hum. I'm trying to get fit again over summer. You know, oh, look, you look good, that. feel good, play good. The down chassis at, just you know, no Deke Stella was here. Yeah, no, so I'm trying to get my three k down to 
eleven thirty. I want to get it down to. Right. Why? Sub four. Just to you know, just to feel good and, and be fit. You know, I was starting to get a bit. So are you playing the guy in your mind at the moment? Are you like, I need a challenge? I do. You know? I need a challenge. I spend too much time on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> lots of things on social media. I need an outlet. Oh, you're right. I have been spending too much time on Twitter. Now I just want to get fit again because COVID. A lot of us put a few kilos yep. on in COVID. You don't look so. like you put weight on. Them. Nah, but I just felt unfit. You know, yeah. when you don't feel fit. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, that's what I'm up to. Are you doing? Is it a 3K loop or are you doing No, I'm just a 1K doing it on a treadmill because the, oh. knee, yeah, the knees aren't Okay, great. well, I'm sorry. What? The 3K time trial on a treadmill. Oh, it is different. It's markedly You're doing faster. You're on a treadmill? Yeah. Well, oh, so, yeah, come on. Richo. <laughs> it's still you I'm trying to do 11.30 new... on the treadmill. No, well, I know that, but it is, it's a lot easier <laughs> I'm 45 years of age. To, That's not bad. You don't have bad. to project yourself forward. Yeah. I right. tell you who is looking in ripping Nick at the moment. I saw a photo on uh, Instagram though. Nick Rewalt. Oh, really? Did you see his arms the other day, mate? He's massive. His arms—they're bigger than when he was he's, playing. He's just finished yeah. footy, and all he does is arm curls. Yeah, that's and it. they could have supplements and stuff. That's they're he, not allowed during footy season. Oh, well. you so that's a no. no I'm not that. saying anything illegal, that's but they silly. can have your career. You no, know he would never do that. You know I mean, what, he is doing a lot of arm curls. You know what, Rui's become. He's become one of those guys that wears lycra and rides around beach road. Oh, he has. Has really? He has. Yeah. You can see that coming. Hey, yeah. sponsorship update. Yep. TaylorMade calls went unanswered oh, no. for one final week. So I am giving them one more. I, you guys have told me not to not to bake him. Do you need us to make busy. the call? Maybe. All right. being honest. Okay. Maybe. So we're going to give him one more week. I've got one. We're going to give them the – have you? I've got a well, I've, I've got one. And I, we, ha- we will have to decline this one. Okay. Just because of uh, – it's not um, – Probably doesn't fit in well with the brand, but right. a, a lovely guy from a company called Sesh King. Yeah. Now they make um, snorkels and stuff that right. you, so you can drink uh, cruises really quickly and oh, make all like those party yeah. type stuff. You can't which, be encouraging. Which just, we probably want, 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 want to be encouraging that. And Mickey Wall, one of them. So, like that big so the very thank you to the Sesh King. Uh, yeah. we, we, we can't accept that one. Uh, I had another this is like one. It's like a sculling apparatus, is it? Yeah, yeah, so basically yeah. it puts like a straw. It's like <laughs> the old straw pedo. It's the old straw pedo. But they're right. made and you, just, you don't go on. The old straw pedo. Like I, I knew what the new one oh, was. As should if have in, been. Your, in your Bendigo days you weren't doing a straw we pedo with the passion pop. But have you got one that might be on the – I've got it. Yeah, I've got a mate who's doing espresso martini chocolate, right? Ooh. Uh, Justin oh, Metcalf's what? espresso uh, martini chocolate. So he's going to send us in some product to give away. So we'll come up with something to give away a bit of chocolate. Ooh. All right. I'll, pr- I'll bring some in next yeah, week. Yeah, bring some we'll in. Put them on the hey, uh, Diego Maradona, unfortunately, yeah. and, and very sadly uh, passed away. I was probably a little bit early, young, yeah. for when he was at his absolute best and when he <clears throat> took the world by storm. But it's, it, it just seems, that, you know, it, he's up there now. You're just judging on the outpouring of grief. But he was just considered as the oh, God. absolute god, wasn't I he? I watched the – if you watch the Maradona documentary yeah. on, on Amazon, it's yeah. unbelievable. You've got to watch it. It's just – he was incredible. He was next level. He was the richest player in history when he transferred from Boca Juniors to Barcelona back in uh, 1982. The, he, that He set the benchmark for the biggest price ever. And what he did at Napoli, he took a struggling Napoli who had never won anything. Within three years, they'd won the Serie A, they'd won the Italian Cup, and they'd won the UEFA Cup within three years. Years, the European Championships. So, look, he was a legend. I, I, and I guess living in Australia, you didn't really quite know how big he was, but mm. I was lucky enough to go to Buenos Aires um, oh. five years ago and we went down and had a look at the Boca Juniors Stadium and it's in a pretty poor part of uh, Buenos Aires and he's just a god there. Every, you know, all the street arts, you know, murals of uh, Maradona, uh, he's like a god. Yeah, and I think FIFA voted him 
um, the equal best player of all time with Pelé. Pelé. Yeah. Pelé. I actually saw Pelé. him in the flesh in Russia. Oh, did you? Yeah. At the World Cup. Yeah, the World Cup. We were there and he was walking through with his entourage up to his little box and walked straight Young, though. It. 60s young, isn't it? Dean yeah. Jones at 59 yeah. as well. So I dare say some of his lifestyle he had a, probably but out there. contributed. It's a good idea to look after yourself, as yeah. you said. You talked about being running, yeah. but 59 and 60 is way too young to die. But, Very uh, different circumstances if we're comparing Dean. Diego had a Diego pretty Maradona. healthy lifestyle yeah. for a long time. Oh. What about Look, he's, the, he's got the most out of his 60 yeah. years, let's be honest. The one thing that was pretty ordinary that, that came out of uh, his death, did you see that the undertaker that was looking oh, after his coffin? Horrific. Did the security guards opened up yeah. his took, coffin took, took and took photos. selfies? Horrific. With, come on, guys. Uh, I, I, I fear for their safety, actually, those yeah, guys. Yeah, especially those, the, uh, the ultras that are g- yeah. going around there. That just, they pack a bit more uh, punch than the old grog mm. squad. Mm. They just sit behind the punk yeah. road goals. No, they get serious. Uh, well, are you, a, are you a, like a hawk ultra? <laughs> no, no, but I you was one happy day. when Isaac Smith no, uprooted and went to July. No, well, I, I was a... Um, You're an old Campbell ultra, was, aren't you? No, when I was young, younger, I used, used to be... throw polos. I used to be a... real hard life. My Hawthorne membership, I would get... Would get a reserve seat, even though I had an MCC. I still lied to sit in the, with you know, in the, in the, in Cut the out, thrust in the outer and stuff. And I remember one of the biggest punch-ons I've ever seen was when the Grog Squad we were playing Richmond at the MCG one day. A couple of them came down because you know how they'd always sit behind mm. the opposed. They'd always sit at the punt road end, and they'd come down and start enticing a few of these Hawks fans. And oh, it was just on. <laughs> that punch-on when we went to the New York Jets um, Buffalo oh, yeah. Bills game. That Massive was... punch on right in front of us. These guys are arguing, and all of a sudden, this guy turned around and he goes, "Your mum's a buffalo," yeah, the, the... <laughs> and it was just on in front of us, like two seats away. And these two American dudes just throwing these. They... Not one landed. No, they was, never do. It was funny for most of the game. They, they were pretty funny for a while, yeah. weren't they? The Jets fan and the Buffalo fan. But then the Jets fan called the Buffalo fan's mum a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of legends in the ilk of Diego Maradona, there's a conversation that's coming up and a conversation that's probably getting a lot more warranted as time goes on. Steve Smith versus the Don. Well, you brought this up. No, you think that – are you saying he's better than Bradman in his era? I think we, we need to talk about how good Steve Smith is. I think he is not just a once-in-a-generation player. I think he is almost once-in-a-century player the way he's going, as Donald Bradman was. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're head and shoulders above anybody else in Australia. I think Ricky Ponting's probably then yeah. third. But Steve Smith, the way he bats and the, what he does, I mean, 200s, back-to-back, 62 balls. They've had That's a incredible. fair break. The way he bats, nobody's ever batted the way Steve Smith yeah. did. Yes, they've got bigger bats now, and Donald Bradman played with a smaller bat. We've all seen the yeah. golf stick against the uh, – Oregon. that was doctored back then anyway. But I think that um, – I mean, you, you almost have to start speaking about Steve Smith with what he's done in cricket is just about the greatest because the bowling is better now as well. So it's all relative. It is relative. You've got to talk about him in the same respect as Don Bradman. Oh, yeah. What he's doing is incredible. The one thing you've got to mention, though, is Bradman played on uncovered pitches as well. Like the pitches now are roads, let's be honest. He's playing on damp, uncovered pitches. Yeah, but again, back to Brownie's point, it's all relative. Don wasn't facing blokes at 160 k's an hour. You can't compare eras, I don't think. And Bradman, in his era was statistically twice as good as anyone else. Now, Smith's getting there, but he's not twice as good. Smith's average in the 60s. Hmm. So Bradman was 100, don't forget. No, well, he didn't no. get there. He choked. Oh. <laughs> That's a bit rough. <laughs> who do you reckon? Who- you know what he said before? Hummer said before we went on air that Bradman was overrated. He averaged 99, Hum. <laughs> I just don't think he was consistent as he, as he could have been. <laughs> oh. No, have a look. All he needed to make was six not out or six 
runs in his last innings that just finished on a hundred, and he choked. Oh. Made a golden. I think a golden. He you went are for kidding yourself. Um, the uh, Tom Brady. Now, yeah. he, actually, I got to watch him yesterday. It's one of the beauties of working from home is you get to watch a lot more American football. You like American football? football? I do. Yeah, I love it's it. A, well, the time zone is just perfect. So, yeah. I mean, you get Monday, uh, you get Monday, well, Sunday football, and then yeah. on, on Tuesday you get Monday night football. Friday yeah. you get Thursday night football. Yeah. So it's a, it's a nice sport just to sort of watch passively yeah. as well when you're working away. But Tom Brady. The GOAT. The go- well, he was the GOAT. Mm-hmm. You're suggesting that perhaps it might be. Uh, well, I did, that means I'm, there's got to be somebody who's come in. Well, Mahomes, and, Patrick, taken Mahomes. over. Patty Mahomes. Mahomes you see him one. yesterday. They played yesterday. Oh my God! Now this came up because a good mate of ours that we used to play footy with, Daniel Connors, is he, he was a massive Patriots fan, and he's followed Brady down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I just said, mate, I reckon he might have gone on one year too many. Now, he started the year off really well, and you've got to be careful to write off champions, but I reckon there's a few signs the last few weeks that he's hit the wall, Tom. And Connor's our mate. He won't agree with me, and he, he reckons they'll still win the Super Bowl. So I just want to put oh this God. on record. He's delusional. That I don't think they'll let, they'll make the Super Bowl, and i just got a feeling Brady's hit the wall. It can happen quickly. He's 43 yeah. years of age. When did reckon, you hit the wall? I reckon he hit I the wall. I like the fact that you're an NF- NFL expert now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Richard, oh, no, em- he knows his football, his em- soccer em- as em- well. Smith just walked into the yeah, building. Yeah, now, yeah. When did you I'm the telling wall? you, he's hit the wall in the last two weeks and you can hit the wall when you get to that age in what the space of a day. Now, I take it back, 2019 pre-season, I had a good pre-season coming off an all right year in 2008. And I felt a million bucks going into round one. We had our last training session out past Mernda at, um, I can't remember the suburb, because it Caroline Springs out past that way. It's out there somewhere anyway. Out past? No, nothing's it was past long, Mernda. Well, it's Mernda. It's into the line. It's near Mernda. And I had to drive from Elwood to Mernda. I jumped in my car. This is before Carlton, round one, 2009. This one you used to have that tiny little Alfa Romeo? No. Did you? I had a Jeep oh, on there. a tiny little thing. Mate, his head was touching the roof. <laughs> That might have been the rest. But I got in the car in Elwood, fell to me in bucks. By the time I got out to our training place where we, we had an association with the local council, I got out of my car and my hamstring tendon oh. was roaring at me, right? And it was perfect all pre-season. It happened in that one-hour car ride and oh, my career was over by round six. That's how quickly you can hit the wall. So just watch Tom Brady. Watch this space. <laughs> okay, thanks. I will. Hey, Nuffy Jar was in full flight again this oh, was, week. Now, how about your mate, Steve-O? I like Steve-O, but he's, he can have a clanger, Brownie. He's your mate. I like he him too. Or... I reckon he's great, but he can go a little bit off kilter on Twitter. What do you do? Well, you, you saw well, this one, huh? I'm just waiting for it. Here we go. So this is just talking about uh, Warner. Credit where credit's due. Game rolling along and then big yarn. Read Warner from left field. It's where producers earn their dollars. We waited. Could they pull it off? Yes. Shots of Warner limping and leaving in car. Great telly. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell? Thanks, Steve-O. Come Thanks on, for the Steve. running commentary. You know what he followed it up with, though? Like, later on in the, in the innings, he wrote, Buffet Bowling. <laughs> Stark having a rough patch. Oh, thanks. Steve-O, oh. we wouldn't have been able to see that. What's he, he's, he's, getting, he's on the Hugo's Grenaches. So Steve-O is the uh, aficionado of great TV People now. incessantly tweet that well, shit you can see on the TV yeah. and happening. And I, I don't understand. We don't need a running call. You do well, it. I, I don't do understand do why you do it. You know it. who else does it, mate? Who? Our man over here, Hummer. He had a mare the other night. And this, it was what the cricket again. Well, you were watching the cricket the other night and you loved uh, this one. The oh. Aussie kit is absolute fire, says <laughs> Hummer. Come at me, haters. Oh, come on, Hummer. What is Look, that? Look, I've had, I've had a few good performing tweets 
recently. How did that one that go? one was did not hit the mark <laughs> at all. No, because I, I thought the kit was was fantastic, yeah, but, but social media didn't didn't like it. So you were inviting a bit of criticism, and it just didn't get any traction. I was, I was. So no, not my best tweet. Hey, last week, Rich Joe, something was doing your head in that just well, it didn't even polarise the community. Let's have a look at this week. And it's doing my f***ing head in. I'll tell you what's doing my head in, boys. I. I hate being ripped off, like yep. everyone. You, you hate being ripped off? Yep. Now, yeah, there's a I lot of... I don't think there's any people... That, who's going to say... Well, that? it just really gets me. And, it, and, and this one the other day... a question when you yeah. get ripped off yeah. before you get into it. Yeah. If you go to the supermarket, right, and you get home and you've got strawberries or you've got some peaches yeah. or something uh, and you open them up and one's got mould on it, yeah. does that yeah. mean you can go back to the supermarket yeah, and take one for free? Yeah. I'm far too lazy, though. Mm. That happened to me with an onion the other day. Bought, I just went. I had just had to go get one onion. Yeah. I came back and it was just brown. Black inside. Yeah. 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 And that's Did you take enough. it back? Nah. No. I couldn't. That's when next time when uh, that won't happen. You've been ripped those. off. You've both been ripped off there. Uh, I had to get a couple of bags of ice the other day. Oh, my, this you, you spoke yeah, about this last yeah, week. Have wife, you done the sums? I've done the sums, boys. My wife's uh, sister, you know, was having having a birthday party and I was in charge of just bringing a couple of bags of ice around for the Eskies. So get up to the local service station and I was staggered at, at what uh, I saw, Nathan. The cost of a bag of ice was $4.50. Okay. $4.50. $4.50 yep. for a five kilogram bag of ice. So as I said, Hum, last week, I'm going to run some numbers on that. So just I'll step you through it. Five kilograms is is equal to five litres, okay? So five litres of water has gone into that five kilograms of ice. So I got on the uh, Southeast Water website just to <laughs> check out the price of water. Now, a kilolitre of water is $2.63, huh? right? A kilolitre of water. So there's a 1,000 litres in a kilolitre. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a pro- that's, that is cheap. So listen to this. So divide your $2.63 right. by 1,000, mm-hmm. okay, to get the price yeah. of one litre of water. So the price of one litre of water is 0.00263 cents, Okay. Yep. So then you've got to times that by five to get out to your five litres. So one litre, 0.00263 times by five, and you have the cost of your water in a bag of ice, which comes to 0.01315. So the cost of the water gone into that five kilo bag of ice is less than a cent and a half. <laughs> a cent and a half of water has gone into that bag of ice. So chuck in the cost of the bag, the plastic bag, how much, Nate? A few cents, perhaps? It wouldn't be many, Matthew. It wouldn't be much. A little bit of tape around the top. Yeah. Yep. Or the little steel knob they put little, on it sometimes. It, like, at the most, that's another couple of cents, four or five cents. Yep. yep. So I, I'm, I, my costings here are that that bag of water, the, the actual, fridge that it goes are, in. Yeah, you are forgetting the, the, the no, electricity of the cost. I'm talking about the actual cost of that bag. Yep. It's got to be less than six cents, Okay. Six cents, and they're charging four dollars fifty. That has to be the biggest rip-off in the history of rip-offs. Here is a business idea. Richo's, Richo's bag of ice. I'm going into ice. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we actually said that during the week. Uh, he's like, uh, have you seen a beautiful mind with Russell Crowe? Yes, I have. That's that's what uh, Richo's been. Look, look at his sheet of equations. Six cents. I've, I've done the sums there, boy. <laughs> six cents for a bag of water. I, so imagine. 
rolling into a servo, right? Just any servo in Victoria, Tasmania, yeah. Yeah. any of the footy states where yeah. people know who you are. And you just see this big ice container and his head yeah. is on it selling ice. Richo's ice. So I'd, I'd buy Richo's ice. You're on real estate yeah. thing around the eastern suburbs, so, so you may as well now so be on ice containers. So I, I reckon that's a business idea. But what I want our uh, listeners to do, it, someone tell me if there's a bigger rip-off than that. No, that – on that, if those right. equations are correct, I, I know you've got refrigeration you might, and transport. I know, but I feel yeah. you might have very, very grossly undervalued the price of a litre of water. Because, like, think of your water bill, right? It's at, what, a couple of hundred bucks a quarter? No, mate. Uh, that, that is the – I got my bill out. That is the oh, costing – Oh, that's what they charge you, really? A kilolitre of water. Chili Billy. It's now <laughs> Chili Ricky. A, ki- a kilolitre of water is what I'm being charged for my water at home when I have my shower. It's $2.63. 1,000 litres in a kilolitre. We're being ripped off. I like man. it. I like it. Hey. It's a good idea. Um, now, last week we launched a segment. Yeah. Now, we've – what we've worked out is it's going to take a little longer to, to dive in, but we're talking about the obscure. Where are they now? So now, yep. basically, we just want to find out some players that you know that we loved a lot when we when you might have been playing with them or, or cult fans figures. or watching cult figures that we just have not heard of. They haven't gone into coaching. They haven't gone into the media. And like a Mark Zanotti or we something don't know like where that. they are. So we we put the call to arms on social this week. Now. I want to pick – I'm going to give you some names and we're going to pick one of these players. Now, I want to pick a name We're going to chase on, them up, are we? are going to chase them up. But hopefully you got – like, I'm going to be honest, most of it's going to have to come from you. Because <laughs> right. you guys right. have got the, the networks. Um, so who are the, who are the major ones that we come back Josh Thurgood. All right. Now, if you remember Josh Number Thurgood, he was the, the pale redhead and Matthew Lloyd rearranged his face one day at the MCG. With he his was arm. good at that, Lord. Remember, Richo had the um, – uh, Matty Lloyd had the arm guard. Yeah. And he just absolutely clobbered in the face. Uh, Ken McGregor. Kenny was McGregor, a yeah. Adelaide Crows. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Modra came up. I don't think he's obscure enough. No, nah, well, we know what Mods is doing. He works for the Crows. Oh, does he? He does a lot of work with their fans and oh. supporter groups. Rowan Jones yeah. came through. Um, Adam Hunter. Adam Hunter. Hey, he's got a pool cleaning business. Oh, really? So that's our, that's our first. They're great swimmen. G Train and Stephen you know, Baker. You know who I'd love to get on for a chat is the great Ange Christo. He's a cult figure. He, that came, Ange Christo came through yeah. and so did his job. He owns, owns a, a fish and um, chip shop. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's one. Uh, Michael Barlow, Tommy Alvin came through. So there's quite a few. Tommy Alvin. Who, who are we going after? I would love to go after Josh Thurgood, but it's up to, is there a way? Right, we'll would try and possibly... get Thurgood, and if we can't, I reckon we could get Ange on for a chat. All How right. many games did Josh Thurgood play? Oh, 30. Mm. I reckon less than that. Years. I reckon 20. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to go after Josh Thurgood. So if you are listening and you know a way to get into Josh Thurgood or you might know where he is. Is he or- someone that a lot of people would know, though, or just real hardened footy people? No, I think because he had quite hardened a bit of a following because of his, his appearance. He had the red dreadlocks. And- yeah. yeah. Hey, right. um, Brownie, last week you nominated something, a, a new segment. I completely butchered that. Brownie's, Brownie's taking, taking the piss. The piss. Yes. You know, let's, let's not take the piss here. I certainly was. Well, I think you are. What do you sound English? <laughs> hey, I, I don't know. It's obviously off from a movie or something. That's great. I like that. Hey, uh, I, I only had one today, but um, oh. since we've started this program, I've just got another one. The fact that Richo is taking the piss. Why? The fact that he says he wants to get his 3K time yeah. trial down to, what did you want to get it down to? 11.30. 11.30 and then decided to tell us that that 11.30 is on the on treadmill. treadmill. He's not even out in the street well, pounding the pavement. He's not going to the tan. No. You're not even running around Albert Park Lake. I've you got, want to do it on the treadmill. You can set it whatever I've you got, want, mate. I've got crook knees, You're mate. taking the piss. 
That right, is taking fair enough. Yeah. I'll do it. All right, I'll do it on the footy oval for you then. And the other one, uh, the other taking the piss. Now, this is. I'm keen to get off Twitter and Instagram. Um, I reckon virtue signalers. Now, there are a What's lot. A virtue, a virtue signaler, Matthew, is when there's a bit of an issue in society, and there's, they jump on the back of it. They jump on the back of it every oh. time. I reckon you could know in your head when you go through Twitter who the virtual signals are in our industry. I'm not going to name virtue them. Virtue or virtual? Uh, virtue. No, not, not, not virtual. virtual. Well, you just said virtual. There are so many who just, I think, take the piss uh, and Jump try on and every make themselves look better in the eyes of everybody else Ooh. when I don't think they're that good. I don't think they're that much better. So are, you, are you saying? I'm doubting them, Matthew. I think oh. they are just feeding Looking people. Looking for what, likes. They, they, exactly. Right. Yeah. Who? Give us names. No, I'm not going to name anyone. That's disrespectful. You gave us names outside. Because then Matthew said we could get in trouble if we name names. So we are not going to name anyone. Sam McClure one? No. Scoopy? No. Sam McClure is not one. There's a lot out there, though. I agree with you. All right. I won't won't say what you told us off air. Get a bit of. Jump on a few things. I absolutely do not. I'm the polar opposite. I I despise people like that. (laughs) (laughs) I. I'm the ab- the polar opposite. As my infractions for social media, I'm on my last strike. One more, I'm I'm fine. Are you really? Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, I've got to be off Twitter. Is that why you yeah. went with that uh, the cricket <laughs> one? <laughs> Speaking of, how did you go um, after the fallout from your right lane debacle last week? No, not good. So we in the uh, my segment last week, I talked about taking the right lane. Now my belief was, if I'm going the speed limit in the right lane. I, I won't be pressured into changing lanes because I'm going the speed limit. I'm, I'm sticking to the law. Yep, okay. which was proven wrong and illegal. Yeah, and I must admit uh, the feedback I got. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen Twitter so one-sided. And normally, Richo, I mean, you're you're adored on Twitter. Well, you expect some of your real nuffies to jump on. Not even you. they jumped on. No, they didn't. It no. was 99%. People on the right lane. They yep. do. And I found that out now. So I, I will be endeavouring to stay on the left. But See, and that's one good. thing that people missed was I did mention in that segment that I was trying to get How left. hard is What do you mean? It's, it's take, I couldn't, mate. It was back. The traffic was Yeah, but there's all what you – it's called you indicate mm. and then just – Move across. Make excuses now, mate. You stuffed it up. But the people behind you that are up, you know, a metre behind you, it's dangerous, and they're breaking the law because they're trying to speed. So I'm not quite backing right Probably. down. Probably <laughs> I reckon, but I reckon my support was under 1%. Hey, I've got it taken the piss. Hmm? Uh, Brownie, where were you on Friday night? Uh, I had some dinner at the Clarendon and then I went to the ESPY. Who were you with? I was with James Brayshaw and Damien Barrett. Well, I was sent a message. Imagine they thought they were sitting there. I'm just sitting there. You know where they would have been, Hum, in the ESPY? Right on that front balcony where everyone can see them (laughs) walking past. No, we weren't, actually. Were you you drinking a wine? (laughs) Oh, we'd had a wine. We'd had a couple of wines, had a couple of beers, yeah. But I was told that perhaps after you had the wine and then the beer, you just went to something a little bit more (laughs) fruity. (laughs) And dare I say a little bit, yeah, not fruity, a little bit less manly. Mm. You were spotted at the ESPY with your smug grin on, just not talking to anyone, drinking an espresso martini. Oh, you weren't. (laughs) You disgrace. Look, were you drinking an espresso martini? I had an espresso martini and I must admit. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was very nice. Now, I don't order espresso martini. So we were sitting there. Uh, Luke Tunnicliffe was there as well, who produces Triple M and uh, works for Eddie Maguire. Um, He's a ripping fella. So it's me, Damien Barrett and Brayshaw, and we've been drinking beer and wine most of the day. you're getting a bit... 
full. Right? So then it's Brayshaw's turn to go up to the bar, and he does not care what one iota what people think about him. He walked back through the crowd carrying four <laughs> espresso martinis, and we all had a good laugh when he brought them back. And we thought, you know, have you, have you uh, lost yourself? But they were very, very they good. They do. They do give you a, a night, kick. Late in the night, if you're just struggling a little bit, they do. Oh, they give you an extra hour. Or he could not <laughs> care what people think of him. How, how was it? Did you have pe- many people coming up to you throughout the evening? Uh, yeah, yeah, a few, yeah. Oh, I can just I can just picture it so clear. He had, you know what he I would got, have bopped you. Do you know what he had on his feet again? Those thousand dollar oh, sneakers that he wears. Fella, the, what are they, the, what are they the, called? The Spice Girl sneakers oh. he wears with the three inch. <laughs> oh, I didn't actually know. Did. I haven't seen the three stripe Adidas tracksuit. I mean, I, I'm surprised someone like you would be wearing them. Because it's Hicks not normally he's part of Run DMC, isn't <laughs> he? <laughs> hey, yeah. um, Richo, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, you've had a very well-documented partnership with Tag Heuer. I thought I'd wear it today for you. Oh, you've got it on. Yeah. It is nice. Yeah, it's It nice. is very nice. Um, mar- markedly better captioned this week, this time around. It was a bit better. The first one was the worst copy I've ever seen on an Instagram post ever. Right. If you, just for the for listeners out there, it was Richo with his lovely partner, it's not a bad. Standing out over a boat going, look, is it your Christmas present over there? No, it's just your tag Hoyer. At least it's not a bad brand to be an No, it's a, fan, it's a fantastic yeah, brand. Yeah, we've got Brad Pitt in America, tag Hoyer, and we've got Matthew Richardson Matthew in Richardson. Australia. Well, it turns out that Richo is not the only influencer that tag mean? Hoyer have reached tell. out to. Tommy Hawkins, what? who has got oh, – look, look at this on the screen. Tommy. Tommy Hawkins, he's with his lovely partner. Oh, they both, thought, they're both got them. I thought your shot was bad, man. Combining both oh, heritage and on, timeless modern modern. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to say no. Nah, we're going to do a different photo to this one. And then – See, a, this is the one that yeah, – that's just a normal nice shot. Well Olympia, done, Olympia. Olympia You Balance. and Tommy have made absolute fools <laughs> yourselves. Now, I would say that Tommy's probably got two watches because his partner had one as well. Well, Jen got one. Oh, does she? But – I'm a bit worried now. I think I'm starting to think I've lost my deal. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've been superseded by the tomahawk. Hey, Brandy, a common theme that you always seem to mention is that life was much better in the 90s than it is now. Without a doubt. Life was heaps better in the 90s. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. I was watching the cricket the other night, and, yes, it was entertaining. Scoring so many runs, Steve Smith, 100 off 62, Maxi was yep. smashing them, David Warner was playing well as well, but then the Indians didn't bat that well, so it was a bit lopsided, a bit one-sided. Cricket in the 90s, to watch it, it was unmissable. Yeah. You had to sit home, watch the one-day international. It was that exciting when the Indians come out, or the West Indies when they had Ambrose, Patrick Patterson, it was exciting, and you, you couldn't look away. It was great stuff. I, I, the high scoring's good. Yeah, we love seeing sixes and fours, but I reckon it's too lopsided now, Nate. It's too far the batsman's way. It I, is. I feel like yeah. the bowlers don't have a chance anymore. It, footy in the 90s was much better to watch, and I reckon uh, it was much better to play. Not playing at the moment, oh, obviously, yeah. but it was just there, there, there was no defence. Was, it was just all out attack. They haven't even thought about defence. So all your good players were in the middle and all your good players were in the forward end. So the players that didn't have any talent got put down to the back end. <laughs> and that's okay? why there were a lot of goals scored. And that's why there were a lot of goal scores. But in my opinion now, the players that have been put down in the back end still are the blokes with little talent, but the coaches have got smarter, the game plan has oh, got better, and those guys with less talent, they've benefited from that. Mm. Whereas you just leave the, the stars and the, and the playmakers to themselves and they go out and do what they do. But the yeah. defenders – and the game has slowed down dramatically – Dating, Hubba, dating a female oh. back in the 90s 
was much better because you had to work at it, Matt. You had to go had to out. You had to put some effort into it. You no, didn't no have Tinder. T- you didn't have TikTok. You didn't have Tinder. You didn't have Snapchat. You didn't have all this rubbish. You didn't you have, have mobile actually, phones. No. Go out, speak to a girl, maybe write down your number on a piece of paper, give it to her. Then what you had to do, hum, there was no mobile phones early in the 90s. You had to actually ring yeah. that girl oh, at, at home. home. And... Always the old man would answer. So you had to go through the old man first. So you'd done your, you'd done your time. You'd really worked hard to get a date. And then the only place to go was the pitches. You used to go the to the pitches. So you didn't have to speak that much. You could sit there and just enjoy the fact. There were so many good things in the 90s. But if you went out on a Saturday night and got, got a phone number, you, you normally had to wait till Tuesday or Wednesday. You didn't want to look like you were too oh, well, keen. You still get that in, in modern t- day. That reminds me of um, a trip to London in 1994. Richmond played Carlton at the Oval in 1994. And we had a week over there before the game and we could do a bit of sightseeing and we were getting out and, you know, going out for dinner and having a few drinks. And I was only 19 years of age at the time and no mobile phones, no one had emails back then. The internet might have just started, but no one had uh, emails at that stage. And I met a girl from America, from Salt Lake City in Utah, beautiful girl. And, uh, you know, I fell in love in the space of two or three days. <laughs> On a footy shoot. I fell in love, which, yeah. Anyway, it came, comes to the end of the week. We've played the game and I was travelling around Europe with a few of the boys after we left London. I had to say, good, you know, goodbye to, the, to uh, my friend in Salt Lake City, Utah. She was heading back to America. And she gave me a piece of paper with her address and her home phone number in Salt Lake City, Utah, right? And I looked at it and I went, I'm going to go to America next year after the footy season. Oh dear. You know, I'm going to keep in touch. I'm going to write her a letter. I'm going to give her a call at home. And for the next four weeks travelling around Europe, every now and then we'd be out at the pub and, you know, I'd start thinking about her and I'd pull out of my wallet the bit of paper. With her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at it and I'm just – I was in love. Because you couldn't text her. Could no, you? I couldn't text her. I wondered what she was doing. I'd oh look at her You couldn't look at her Instagram no. page. You couldn't Snapchat. No, I couldn't do anything. You had so to look at the piece of paper all I had with her address. Her address on it. This is the 90s home. This is the no- – it was great. Anyway, oh my- we finally flying home from, from Paris to Hong Kong. We had a big night in Paris our last night and we're hungover and we get to Hong Kong and we just want to get home to Melbourne and we're sitting in this food court of Hong Kong Airport, the old Hong Kong. Were you going to write her a letter when you got home? Oh, yeah, I was going to write her a letter and give her a call. Anyway... I'm looking at the – I'm really hungover and – Why, you just kept looking at this address? What again, the – And I'm just dreaming about her at Hong Kong Airport, looking at the bit of paper. And one of my teammates, Brian Lees, who travelled with us for that month, he was sick of it. <laughs> oh, no. He snatched the bit of paper off me. He put it in his mouth. Oh. He chewed it up and spat it out. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, grow up. You're never going to see her again. <laughs> oh, I'm not now, am I? Because it's gone. Surely, that was it. Surely you would have memorised it by the end. I would have got. We would have been married now in Salt Lake City. <laughs> I tell you what, if there's, if you ever want an indication that no one of from Richo's family or close friends or anyone that knows his partner listens to this show, it's that that you could tell that story comfortably. <laughs> Music was better in the nineties. Um, there's no rock bands. Like, like really good rock bands these yeah. days. So I look back through my back catalogue and everything that I like to listen to. So I've come up. I was going to the top five rock albums or top five my albums of the 90s, but I couldn't even do top five, so I had to get it out to top ten. So coming in at number ten, hum, Ooh. was the Smashing Pumpkins, Siamese oh, Dream. Yeah. Remember Brad Pierce yeah. told me once that 1995 grand final morning, yeah. you know, used to set your alarm with the old school yes. way. He reckons that the, the beat of Siamese Dream, Today is the Greatest, yes. woke him up 
at whenever every city's alarm, grand final morning, 1995, went out and that's got true. five. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Only in wow. the 90s. UMI, Ali Daily. They're the only Australian band in the top ten. Is that right? Yep. I love uh, That's a great I love album. Metallica. Metallica yeah. comes in at number eight, hum. Beautiful. Guns and Roses, Usual Illusion. I'm going to put in two. Now, imagine how good it would have been if they just did one Usual Illusion, got rid of there's a couple of crap songs on yeah, there. Yeah. One and two became just Usual Illusion. Could have been number one. They're coming I know out. What, I yeah, know. they Thanks are. Triple M. The Did other you get free tickets? I know what it's going to be. Did you get free tickets to that concert? Uh, I will be, yes. Uh, like doing number six, this is a bit more low, low key, but Jeff Buckley, oh. Race. One of the great albums of all time. I played that the other night. I got it on vinyl. Yeah, Gee, that's yeah. a good album. Do you have, did you, after a few reds? Yeah, a couple yeah. of reds and a bit of Jeff. They don't make rock and roll stars like this anymore. Stone Temple Pilots. Ooh. Oh, yeah, they're good. Coming in at number five. Yep. He's and not number with four. Us anymore, Scott. Is no, he? No, heroin? Always heroin. Radiohead, number four. Now, they went, the, the Benz is the album. They went a little bit weird after that. You know those bands that then think they're too cool for school, they go into electronica and they start to think, you know, we, we're going to do something really good. They okay were great back in the well. 90s. OK Computer was really yeah. good. So they went a bit weird after that. Pearl Jam comes at number three with 10. 1991, what a great album that was. Oasis, what's the story? Morning Glory, oh, number two. I reckon definitely maybe was better. Yeah, but people say that. But I then you look was. at what's the story, Morning Glory, and the good. hit after hit after yeah, hit. Yeah. So, and number one, without a doubt, with a bullet hum, Nirvana, oh. never mind. <clears throat> I played it the other day to Christina in the How car, and she just didn't get it. She, she didn't, didn't get she it. She didn't get it. She didn't like it. She said, what is really? this? What, what is this crap you're listening to? I, I made, said, this, this, uh, this changed music. And I she goes, Jen, what, what did it change? I made Jen sit up a lot over COVID on YouTube. You know, yeah, well, TV. how good? Because you can watch all the whole Unplugged concert yeah. on YouTube. The better, sit the best, down there with a bottle of wine. Oh, Best concert is live at the Paramount Theatre in Seattle, 1991. They play that whole album. Brilliant. Brilliant. Hummer, this is before you, I know. No, well, the no, 90s were good, brownies. I love, I'm a bit, I love Nirvana. So, hey, um, last week we, I, we didn't think we could ever top the stinger from Homotheticals, but somehow I've managed to do it. Hummer, I'm taking time. Yeah, that's hey, uh, ugly pill. Yeah, that's so. For those listening, I've done a stinger and they've, they've put my face on Danny Zuko. But <laughs> it, it hasn't translated as no. well as I would have liked, and it looks like I've suffered a severe stroke. You reckon there is a head or a head of hair that you would translate well in? What do you mean? What's wrong with my hair now? You look good. I reckon we should next week just try a couple of hairstyles on you of good-looking men. So, I'd like, put a George Clooney on your face. Maybe put a Brad Pitt or oh, with a... with Photoshop uh, you can do anything. Yeah. Stop painting out like I'm some monstrosity. <laughs> um, all right, let's have a look at the leaderboard from last week. Going to look at the best. Dustin Martin on four, Sam Power three, Cam Smith two, Greg Normal, Greg Normal, <laughs> Greg Norman two for his uh, his package and cryptocurrency on one. While for the worst, we've got Collingwood on three, Adelaide Pizza Shop on three, Lachlan Spark on two, Ned Guy on two, and Richo's mate Lachlan Trumpy. Spark. That's funny. <laughs> okay, worst on this. Are we going to best on or worst on? Go best on. Best on. Um, Jeff Walsh retired this week. Uh, it's hard to stay in one industry for as long as he did in a cutthroat industry like football. 30 years, wasn't it? 35. 35. One vote to Jeff Walsh. Two votes to the big show, Glenn Maxwell. I mean, this guy, I don't understand why he's not playing more test cricket. I think he should be in the test side. He is just entertainment personified when it comes to cricket. And three votes to Steve Smith. We've already said that he's better than Bradman, so he has to go in for three. Yep. 
I like it, Nate. Uh, I, got, I gave one to Chris Lynn. Now, we know Chris Lynn, oh. the, the Queensland uh, cricketer batsman. He made his return on the weekend uh, in the Brisbane, you know, district, district. Premier still League. still a very, very good standard. This is cricket. one step below Sheffield yeah. Shield mm. cricket. So he made his return. He made 155 off 55 yeah. balls. T20. That's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, 20 odd sixes. Highlights are great. Yeah, he, he can hit the ball like no other, Chris Lynn. I gave two to Iron Mike Tyson. What an effort. He lost 45 kilos. He's 54 years of age. He looked ripped. <laughs> mm, now, he wow. wasn't as quick and powerful, but he was ripped, Iron Mike. It's good to watch him. It's good to see him out there. I love him. And I gave three to Steve Smith as well. Two oh. tons off 62 balls. Well, that's going to put Steve Smith right to the top for the worst, Brownie. Uh, one vote to... David Warner, not for your injury, David, but for the carry-on that went on. I hey, mean, he's ripped his groin. He, he ripped his oh, groin, Matthew. Had to do it with a bit of humility, <laughs> rolling around like he'd been shot or yep. trampled on by an elephant. You suck it up, Dave. You're, you should know better, mate. You've yeah, I got injuries. carried off, and I just sucked it up, Matt. <laughs> Did not show any sort of uh, emotional. David Warner, where yeah. is your? Uh, You'd had a disgraceful. He was sucking on one of those green sticks. So no, that I didn't get that until no, the he didn't, yeah, until, not until the ambulance. Brownie, yeah. Brownie did oh, really? pretty well. Two votes to the Essendon pay issue. It's just it's just messy. It's just another messy thing yep. for that football club. So I guess I'm giving two votes to the Essendon football club, and three votes. Did you see how bad the Indian fielding was in both? Mm. One day internationals, like just easy balls along the carpet, perfect conditions at the SCG, straight through them like they are the Tower Bridge, going for format. Yeah, they were bad. Uh, I've given one vote to the Denver Broncos COVID policy. I'm a big NFL fan, Nate. (laughs) (laughs) Their COVID policy, you'd think, who's your most valuable player on your team? Quarterback. Your quarterback. They've got four quarterbacks, right? Mm. You'd think they would separate them. Yeah, trained from different pl- yep. facilities because if your quarterback goes down, you're in strife. But when all four of your quarterbacks get COVID, <laughs> you're in trouble, aren't you? <laughs> right? So they've had to call up a wide receiver oh. from their injury re- reserve list who played a little bit of quarterback in high school to play quarterback in an NFL game. And not surprisingly, he had nine pass attempts. They just rushed all day. Nine pass attempts, didn't nail one of them and had two interceptions. <laughs> so. Get your, get your COVID policy right, the Denver Broncos. Separate your quarterbacks. Uh, I've given two to the judges in the Mike Tyson-Roy Jones Jr. fight. Tyson won every round. Even I know that as someone who knows nothing about boxing. Absolute disgrace. It was a draw. You don't know much about NFL, but you're an expert, though. You may as well be a boxing expert, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the new John Madden. Don't yeah. worry about that. And I've given three to... Essendon as well. Oh. But you can't just email out your players and say yeah. you're, we're, we're doctoring your pay less. 9%. You've got to consult them first. You don't just send an email out. So I dare say Essendon will be on the top of the worst, while Steve Smith will be the top of the best. Now, before we wrap up the show, we'd always like to finish with homotheticals. Big shout-out to Jamie DeBono, who just sent me a message on Instagram saying that because of homotheticals, his missus lets him listen to the podcast in the car with them. Oh, really? With her. And they binged eight episodes straight while they, while they drove from Perth to Margaret River. Oh, wow. So a big shout-out. Here's the stinger. I just, I've, I've got a soft spot for the first stinger. A bit more than the one that's made me look like I had a stroke. All right. <clears throat> Three homotheticals. The first one. Would you prefer to have for the rest of your life two extremely painful ulcers, one on each cheek, or lose your driver's license for life. Nah, 
I'll put up with the ulcers. They're not that bad, There's are they? Two ulcer. Really bad ones, though. Oh, they can be bad. Yeah, they can be bad. Oh, gee. I guess you can get an Uber everywhere. You'd want to have some coin, though. No, I'll put up with the ulcers. I'll go the ulcers, too. I see, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd go the drop. I could not sit in there with two shocking ulcers. So you can never drive a car ever again? No. No. Well, I'd go get, the ulcers. Just don't get caught. Well, no, no, well, you don't do no, that, Nathan. Don't no. do that. That was like Nathan. hypothetical. You would do that. No, I wouldn't. Okay, if the world was ending and Elon Musk offered you a seat on his spaceship but you couldn't take your family, would you go? No, I wouldn't go. No, no chance. No, that was a shit one. I, I mean, that's that. no one would do that. Mm. Only a real narcissist I know a few do people. that. All right. Uh, I'm, I might do four because that, that was a silly one. Um, now, this one isn't mine. You've got a week to think of these, hum. So yeah, start no, but most, most of the time, to be honest, it's, I do it in the drive-in. Um, <laughs> if we discovered that there was an asteroid on a collision course with Earth and we found out that we've got 20 years until impact, right? so we know it's going to destroy yeah. us in 20 years, would the world walk towards, work towards a greater good or do you think chaos would ensue? No, I think it would be a free-for-all. Mm. I think we'd start off with good intentions, but it would absolutely turn to shit. I reckon your last, your last you know, 18 to 12 months would be... Be fun. Be anarchy. Do you reckon? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, probably. I mean, if you know you're gone in 18 months, everyone's bad intentions... What would you do? ...come to the fore, I reckon. What would you do? Who knows? I'd, I'd go and drive trains. Early days, I'd, <laughs> early days I'd travel. I'd go and steal trains. I'd travel to every place I'd want to go. yeah. But then, you can't steal trains. Well, I really want to drive a train. Like it's, I, I, you know, how's this? Tell M one two three. I am the guy that I, watches <laughs> trains on YouTube. I apply, I've applied to be a metro train driver every March for the last five years. Rubbish. Every single March for the last five Why years. Uh, sometimes I haven't even got through to the testing stage. Twice right. I got through to the testing stage and just haven't. Is it harder than being a fireman? That shirt would be a reason to. Wait, it's way harder than being a fireman. They, I think they get like. Ask Kane like Horns, yeah, and he did it for 16, about 10,000 applications and they hire really? 12 people a year or something. Yeah, yeah. wow. It's good, it's good scratch. Yeah. Um, okay, last one. Would you rather all plants and animals died tomorrow and we live a normal life or all humans die tomorrow and Earth is restored to its original state? Well, no, I want to live. I want to see my girls grow up, yeah. so. Well, the animals and the trees can. But we're not, <laughs> it's not going to be an Earth with no trees. No, but that's a hypothetical. That, that, you know how these work. A hypothetical. A hypothetical. Yeah, I know, but no, I want to. I want to see my girls grow up. Hum. Yeah. So we're going to have to sacrifice a few. You need weeks. to work on your. Not the best week for hypotheticals, <laughs> but we'll bounce back next week. You can't knock every week out of the park, and this way we just get next week when they're just I, a little bit better. They're going to be remarkable. And don't forget, listeners. I want to know if there's a bigger rip off than that ice. Send them in. I want to know if we can track down stuff. Josh Thurgood, the Salt Lake City girl. Oh, no, she's gone. <laughs> All right. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. And we've gone a little light on the comments on iTunes, which we love to read. So if you just want some merch sent out, the merch store is open. We've beaten COVID, so I can just walk to the warehouse and get it out whenever I want. Make sure you put a comment on iTunes. Good luck on the punt this weekend. Gamble responsibly.